Hello, I'm Beth Fitenny, the director of the New York-based nonprofit Green Inside and Out and host of the Green Inside and Out podcast, where we cover environmental topics to keep you informed, inspired, and empowered to take action. This podcast is made possible by our awesome eco-friendly sponsors. Making your home more energy efficient has never been easier. Green Team LI's free home energy assessment is your best way to go green. Find out how you can make a difference. Visit greenteamli.com. That's greenteamli.com. Hello and welcome back to the Green Inside and Out radio show here on WUSB.FM, where we talk about ways to live a greener lifestyle, reduce our impacts on the planet, and engage in impactful policy changes. I'm pleased to introduce our second terrific guest for today, Mike Shade. Mike Shade is the Mind the Store campaign director for Safer Chemicals, Healthy Families, where he coordinates a national U.S. campaign challenging the nation's leading retailers to transform the marketplace away from hazardous chemicals and towards safer alternatives. For the previous nine years, Mike was the markets campaign coordinator with the Center for Health, Environment, and Justice, or CHEDGE, a national environmental health organization where he led national campaigns to phase out PVC plastics, that's polyvinyl chloride, phthalates, bisphenol A, or BPA, and dioxin in consumer products and packaging. Prior to working at CHEDGE, he was the director of the Buffalo Office of Citizens Environmental Coalition, a New York statewide grassroots environmental health organization. Mike lives in Brooklyn, New York, where he serves on the Newtown Creek Superfund Community Advisory Group, the board of directors of Neighbors Allied for Good Growth, and the community advisory panel of the Greenpoint Community Environmental Fund. So welcome, Mike. Yeah, great. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for being on our show. I'm really excited to hear about everything you're working on. So um, through the Just Green partnership, of course, I've heard a little bit about the Mind the Store campaign. So tell us about that. Why, why was it created? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So, you know, we're surrounded by harmful chemicals uh, throughout our daily lives from uh, the cleaning products we use in our homes to uh, you know, plastics, uh, to cosmetics and beauty products, uh, toxic chemicals are commonly found all around us. And uh, unfortunately, there's a growing body of evidence that has found uh, exposure to certain chemicals like phthalates and flame retardants and PFAS are contributing to an epidemic of disease in our society, health problems like cancer, uh, infertility, uh, learning developmental disabilities, asthma. And so uh, we launched the Mind the Store campaign uh, about seven years ago to challenge and call on the nation's largest retailers to get tough on toxic chemicals. You know, when we go shopping at a local store or a national chain, whether it's Walmart or Target or Amazon, you know, we expect that the products that we buy for our families to be safe and healthy. But unfortunately, many consumer products and packaging uh, have a dirty toxic secret. And that, that is that many of the products we buy are um, unfortunately contain chemicals that can be hazardous to our health over our lifetime. So our Mind the Store campaign is really focusing on uh, mobilizing consumers to challenge the nation's top retailers to get tough on toxic chemicals and to phase out those that are the worst of the worst for our 
health and environment. When we launched the campaign uh, back in 2013, we started by focusing on the top 10 uh, U.S. retailers, and we've steadily expanded it to uh, 50 of the biggest retailers in North America who together sell billions of dollars of chemically intensive products year in and year out. So we're really working, uh, especially at a time when the federal government has been at the sleep of the wheel, not safeguarding and protecting consumers from toxic chemicals. You know, we think that retailers can play an important role in cleaning up global supply chains and getting toxics out. Fantastic. It's really, really important work. So, you know, and I love the strategy that you, you chose to focus on large retailers like Walmart and Amazon. Like, what was the thinking there in terms of focusing on them? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. You know, so if you think about it, you know, who are the companies that make, you know, chemicals in our society? You know, oftentimes are these large, multinational chemical corporations, companies like Dow, DuPont, BSF, and and, you know, quite frankly, you know, as consumers, as advocates, we don't really have a lot of power and influence over these big chemical corporations. Uh, but we do where we shop, you know, the retailers where we shop, whether it's a Walmart or an Amazon or Target or Home Depot, you know, they're, they care what their customers think. And increasingly, over the last 10, 20 years, there's been a major shift in uh, consumer preference for uh, purchasing products that are transparent and are safe and healthy. You know, when a mom goes shopping for, uh, you know, her newborn daughter, she doesn't want to worry that, you know, say the clothing or the bedding or uh, the cleaning products that she may use um, uh, around her, you know, newborn baby um, could put, uh, her health and well-being at risk. So, you know, retailers are at the front lines of consumer discontent when it comes to product safety and environmental health. And so what we're working to do is really to mobilize and leverage the power of consumers to call on big retailers to phase out and ban the worst of the worst chemicals. We've had a lot of success over the last uh, seven years. For example, we've uh, gotten... Uh, retailers to drive bisphenol A out of things like canned foods and thermal receipt paper. Uh, we've driven phthalates out of vinyl flooring and a lot of beauty and personal care and household cleaning products. Uh, we've gotten toxic flame retardants out of furniture from big furniture chains like Ashley Furniture. So we've had a lot of success. And, you know, a key element of the campaign is saying, you know, we, we not only want you to get, you know, certain bad chemicals out, but we need systemic change. We want retailers to adopt comprehensive and ambitious, comprehensive safer chemical policies, because we're never going to solve these problems one chemical at a time. So we're really calling on companies to, to adopt sweeping change and to leverage their multi-billion dollar purchasing power to transform the marketplace. Because, you know, if you're a Walmart, you're just buying products that are sadly made in the U.S., but these are products that are sourced globally. So we think that uh, these companies, by saying that they're not going to buy and sell products that contain hazardous chemicals, this has the opportunity to totally transform a uh, global marketplace. Yeah, that's terrific. It really makes a lot of sense. You know, it has a, has a huge impact. It's, it's great. So 
you know, I was reading your website and I see that you guys have recently been focused on um, PFAS or perfluoroalkyl substances for those of you chemists out there. <laughs> and um, what are these chemicals and why are scientists concerned about them? Yeah, so, you know, they've been getting a lot of attention uh, in recent years. So these are chemicals that are, uh, it's actually a large class of chemicals. You know, some people may think that there's just a few of them, but there's um, somewhere between f at least four to 6,000 of them that are out there. We don't exactly know um, how many, but these are chemicals that uh, have been used for decades. They were historically made by big um, companies like 3M and uh, DuPont for things like Teflon pins and uh, Scotchgard products. Um, and these are chemicals that are actually quite uh, toxic. They've been linked to a number of really serious adverse health effects from certain types of cancers like kidney and pillar cancer. I mean, who doesn't know some, you know, uh, a man in one's life that has suffered from uh, you know, testicular cancer, thyroid disease, uh, decreased fertility, uh, hormone disruption, one of the things that we're really concerned about is that they have been found to uh, uh, weaken our immune system. Uh, they can actually make uh, vaccines uh, less effective. And that's really concerning given this global pandemic that we're now experiencing. So these are really nasty chemicals that can be dangerous at really low levels of exposure. And w one of the reasons we're concerned about them is not just because of their health risks, but because these chemicals uh, can protect the environment they don't go away. They're kind of like PCBs or DDT. They can persist in the environment literally for generations. And, and because of the uh, carbon fluorine bond for you chemists that are out there, which is incredibly strong, these chemicals may persist in the environment for as long as hundreds or thousands of years. And because of their widespread use and persistence, they've contaminated the drinking water of communities all across the country, uh, including uh, here in Long Island. So we're working uh, to encourage retailers to phase these chemicals out and transition to safer alternatives. Yeah, I just read that about the PFAS and the effect on vaccines. It's really, really interesting. It's just in the news. So yeah, it's so crazy. Of, yeah, so you know, so it's. I think it's really important for consumers to understand where these chemicals would be found. Well, there are certain products that they're found in typically. Yeah, so, you know, um, they're often added to products to make them uh, water-resistant or grease-resistant. So uh, if you may have a Teflon pan in your home, uh, Teflon is made from uh, PFAS chemicals. Um, so they're often found in Teflon products. They've also been found in things like um, raincoats, especially higher performance in winter gear, so things with Gore-Tex. Uh, textiles with Gore-Tex often have PFAS in them. Uh, they can also be found in uh, firefighting foam. So at uh, airports uh, and chemical plants and refineries, uh, they often use uh, firefighting foam to put out big industrial fires. So, and that's actually one of the ways, one of the most important ways in which they've contaminated drinking water supplies across the country because of their widespread use in firefighting foam. They've contaminated drinking water supplies of millions of Americans all across the country. Uh, and they're also found in food packaging, uh, which is one of the areas that we've really been focused on recently. And one of the concerns we have with this is, you know, the chemicals can uh, 
migrate out of the food packaging and get into the food. Uh, and also when the packaging is disposed of, you know, you use the food packaging once, but when they're landfilled or incinerated, the chemicals can be released into the environment and last again forever for generations to come. So these are really nasty chemicals, probably worse than PCBs, I think. And, you know, there's really no reason why they should continue to be uh, allowed to be used in consumer products and packaging, especially when safer alternatives are available. I mean, it's, a, it's really a no-brainer. Yeah, um, certainly it's been reported in the news here on Long Island that PFAS is mm -hmm. in the, the water surrounding Gabreski Airport out in Suffolk County. Right. So it's certainly a concern. But, um, I, you know, I understand your organization has found these chemicals in food packaging at large grocery stores. So I was curious, how have some of these big grocery stores like Whole Foods, for example, responded? Yeah, great question. So, you know, with the campaign, we, you know, we, we pursue different avenues for change. And one of the things we've done over the years to draw attention to issues like PFAS is we'll actually collect samples of products or packaging and send them to a lab to have them analyzed. So uh, two years ago, uh, we kicked off the campaign. We sent letters to dozens of big grocery stores and uh, fast food chains. And we followed that up with a report. We collected samples of food packaging uh, from all around the country, including here in New York. And we collected samples from Whole Foods and Stop and Shop and uh, Trader Joe's and other big grocery store chains. And we found that um, about two thirds of the food containers we sampled, you know, things like molded fiber containers that you might see at a grocery store at the deli or the takeout, you know, in the, in the takeout area, uh, uh, we found that those containers, those takeout containers that you might see at a Whole Foods, uh, contain very high levels of fluorine, suggesting uh, PFAS treatment. So uh, we uh, published this report two years ago, December 2018, and literally the day the report came out, it started getting tons of press, like Bloomberg News did a big story. And um, in response to the report and the uh, Trader Joe's announced that it was going to instruct its suppliers to no longer use these chemicals. And Whole Foods, of course, super popular, you know, healthy food chain. Uh, we found that most of the packaging that we sampled from them contained uh, these chemicals. And literally the day the report came out, Whole Foods announced that they were going to completely pull these packaging materials from their store shelves and reformulate them. And it was huge because they use... They told us that they use over 100 million of these containers a year that had contained wow. these chemicals. So that was a massive win for the campaign. And since over the last year or so, other retailers have followed suit. Uh, Ajo Del Hayes, which is the biggest grocery chain here in the East Coast, they own companies like Food Lion and Stop and Shop and Giant. Uh, they announced that they're phasing these chemicals out. And then uh, another big grocery chain, Albertsons, which owns Safeway and other stores, they also announced uh, their phasing these chemicals out. So just in response to this one report, we want commitments from four of the biggest grocery store chains in the country to begin addressing this, wow. this issue. But other companies like Kroger have yet to act. So we're hopeful Pause. that Kroger and Walmart and Target will follow suit. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something, you know, Green Inside Out would be happy to help support these campaigns. It's, it's really oh, great. great. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's why we call attention to it on, on this show. So 
So yeah, I and well, uh, <laughs> you've done some work on fast food containers as well. Yeah. So you know, given the success we were having with um, the grocery store chains, we you know realized that well, this stuff is also commonly found in the food packaging at major uh, fast food chains. Uh, there's been some other NGOs that have have tested fast food packaging over the years. So we decided to commission a follow-up report uh, looking at major uh, burger chains like McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's, and then um, healthier salad chains to kind of compare, you know, to look at how do these, you know, typical fast food chains like McDonald's, how do they compare with these, you know, kind of emerging fast casual chains like Sweetgreen. So we did a similar investigation where we collected samples from across the country in three big metropolitan areas uh, here in New York City, where I live, in the Washington DC area, and Seattle. And then we, again, sent them to a lab. We had them tested. Uh, and then something else we did is we uh, sent letters to uh, the retailers in advance of the release of the report to let them know that this was coming. Uh, and we were originally going to release the report in March, but because of the pandemic, uh, we and you know we decided to delay the release because it just wasn't a great time, obviously, just given the crisis we were in, especially here in New York. Uh, but about a month after we sent letters to these six chain companies whose products we sampled, uh, Sweetgreen, uh, they announced that they would uh, phase out these chemicals, which was a huge win. Uh, so, anyways, it kind of showed again how product testing like this can really drive change. But one of the things we found is pretty much all of the molded fiber containers uh, that we've sampled uh, contain PFAS. And then we also found it in the packaging of, you know, things like burger wrappers and uh, French fry wrappers, uh, et cetera. So um, unfortunately, you know, fast food giants like McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's still have a lot of work to do to get these chemicals out of uh, the packaging. Wow. Was there anything new in your testing that surprised you after all these years? Yeah. You know, on one hand, we weren't surprised because we knew that these chemicals are commonly found um, in the food packaging. But the thing that really angers me personally is, you know, when you go shopping at, you know, a grocery store or fast food chain, you expect the packaging to be safe for your families, right? You don't expect there to be this hidden, hidden toxin lurking in the packaging. And one of the things that was really interesting is that nearly all, uh, yeah, all of the compostable containers that we tested, you know, you think that these compostable containers are not only safe, but sustainable, but all of these compostable containers that we collected from places like Sweetgreen and Kava and Freshy, they were loaded with these chemicals. So that was really surprising to us. And the other thing that was surprising to us is we, uh, we tested some really popular food items uh, like the, the Big Mac uh, at McDonald's and the Whopper at Burger King. Mm. Uh, and both of those tested positive. They contain high levels of food, suggesting PFAS treatment. And these are extremely popular items. I mean, uh, Burger King sells over 2 billion of these a year globally. Uh, McDonald's, they sell over a million Big Macs a day here in the U.S. So the fact that these incredibly popular food items that are clogging up our landfills and incinerators or contain these chemicals is deeply alarming. And unfortunately, neither Burger King or McDonald's uh, have yet to act. 
Yeah, I was going to ask about that. I mean, being vegetarian for 30 years, first of all, (laughs) I love love this idea of going after them because the food enclosed in the packaging is not so healthy either. But, you know, I was wondering, did McDonald's respond? Because if they did, it's such a, you know, a model for all the rest if they can do it. Right, right. Well, here's the good news. In response to the report, three of the chains we tested, I mentioned Sweetgreen, but Sweetgreen, Kava, and Freshy, all three of them announced that they would phase these chemicals out of their packaging. So that was a huge win for the campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sweetgreen said that they would eliminate these chemicals by the end of this year, by the end of 2020. And Kava and Freshy uh, said that they would do it by uh, next summer. Uh, McDonald's, unfortunately, has not yet acted. And that's huge disappointment to us, especially given the fact that we found it in the packaging of not only the Big Mac, but also in some of their French fries, like the small uh, the French fries. And, you know, I don't, I personally don't eat at McDonald's myself, but here's why we're concerned about this. You know, this stuff, it doesn't just affect you if you shop it, if you eat at McDonald's. But like I said, when this stuff is disposed of, it ends up in a landfill, it goes in an incinerator, and then these chemicals can be released into the environment where they can last forever. They can persist in the environment for uh, literally hundreds, if not thousands of years. So we've launched a campaign calling on McDonald's to step up, to stop packaging their food and pollution. Uh, We've launched a petition campaign, uh, which has been signed by over 70,000 people over the last couple of months. And if we wanna get involved and support the campaign, uh, they can visit our website at mindthestore.org and join us and call on uh, the biggest fast food chain in the country and the biggest fast food chain in the world to do the right thing and phase out these unnecessary uh, toxic chemicals and transition to safer materials like reusable. Uh, so yeah, so we're uh, calling on McDonald's to step up. And one of the one of the slogans of the campaign, you know, McDonald's always says that their customers that are toxic trash. Oh my God. Unbelievable. (laughs) Yeah. So I definitely, unfortunately, we probably have to wrap up soon, but um, you know, I definitely want to get in. Is there any legislation here in New York uh, pending to address this PFAS issue? Yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's, I'm really glad you asked me that. So uh, other States like in Washington and Maine have passed legislation banning these chemicals that come to force in a couple of years. And uh, similar legislation has passed the New York State Assembly, has also passed the New York State Senate. Uh, right now, it's awaiting New York Governor Cuomo's signature. So uh, if you're listening right now and, you, and you're concerned, uh, give a, reach out to the governor. Send Governor Cuomo an email. You can give him a call. Uh, let him know that you'd like to see him join these other states and uh, phase out and ban these toxic chemicals. It's really, uh, it's really common sense. And if other states are doing this, we don't see any reason why New York shouldn't as well, especially given, like you said, communities around the state have been suffering from PFAS contamination. And one of the reasons is because of the use of these chemicals and things like food packaging and firefighting foam. Yep, upstate as well. I've heard about it. So right. yep, the Just Green Park. Music Falls. Yep. Music Falls. Yep. So I, I know, um, you know, we're working on this, getting the governor to sign that bill through the Just Green Partnership. And um, I just want to make sure that we give out your website again. It's mindthestore.org so people can get involved in the campaign. And um, any last words on how, what consumers can do to protect themselves and take action? 
Yeah, a couple of things. You know, one, I would definitely recommend avoiding Teflon like products that you may have. Also avoid Scotch card products. Those 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 materials are generally uh, contain PFAS. But you know, we can't shop our way out of these problems. We need policy and market solutions. So, you know, please write, call the governor, ask him to sign legislation banning PFAS chemicals, and get involved. Go to our website, mindthestore.org, and take action. Uh, sign our petition in McDonald's and urge them to do the right thing and phase out these chemicals once and for all. And if you go to our website, we also have tips on things that you can do to safeguard yourself uh, from PFAS. So if you just click the Get the Facts tab, you can learn more about how you can protect yourself from toxic fast chemicals as well. That's terrific. So yeah, we'll be happy to share those links on the Green Inside and Out Facebook page. So all our listeners, be sure to check that out. So thank you so much, Mike. We've been speaking with Mike Shade. He is the Mind the Store campaign director for Safer Chemicals, Healthy Families. Please make sure to check out the campaign and get involved. That brings us to the end of our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it, learned a lot, and feel inspired to take actions to protect our earth so we can all protect our health. I want to thank my team, our content producer, Tara Marie Kotliar, content strategist, Rose Chapano, Administrative Assistant Logan Straussman and Jessica Chappelle on social media. You can find the Green Inside and Out podcast on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or other platforms where you listen to your podcasts. Please subscribe and give us a review. If you would like to sponsor a podcast, please see our website, greeninsideandout.org, where you can also learn more about the work we do. We rely on and appreciate your support. So until next time, stay green.